Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. Um, I'm Stu, and uh, and I'm sitting here in Rob's um, Dr. Rob Pluke's office. Uh, yeah, and we um, we've been for a while. We've been talking about the idea of chatting about parenting and what uh, the and and what I'm really interested in is is listening to to Rob tell us the perfect science of parenting, um, <laughs> which is exactly what it isn't, we know. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a dad. I have uh, a four-year-old daughter, Jess, and an eight-year-old son, Caleb. And going through the highs and the lows and the middle ground of, of parenting and really just um, excited to yeah, spend some time with Rob and and hear a bit of from him and also fire some questions his way uh, as we delve into parenting and all the different parts and bits and pieces of what that is so so rob do you want to do you want to tell us about yourself yes uh, welcome everyone and thank you for listening um, as Stu says i'm a psychologist and psychotherapist and um, specialize in working with children and their families children and parents and siblings and all that goes under the the, the banner of of of, of family um, I'm also uh, uh, a father. I have three children, um, two of whom are, are young adults now, and uh, the last one in his uh, closing stages of high school. So I guess from my side, what I hope to provide um, is really a twofold thing. The one is I've been doing this job for a long time, and no doubt about it, when you work with people, it keeps you humble. Um, there's an awful lot of stuff that you learn along the way. Um, but then, of course, as Stu and I know very well and uh, often share, is um, that parenting itself uh, darn well keeps us humble. Um, we wish it was easier, but we know by now that it isn't. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Rob. It definitely does. Yes. So, so we will um, hopefully share what's real. We'll hopefully share some concrete usable stuff um, that's been tested in the trenches and I guess that's overall um, in very broad terms what we're looking to do um, in this podcast is to is to talk with one another Stu slightly um, earlier on in his parenting journey than I am um, so you've got a sort of a, a guy with still a smidgen of optimism left in him and uh from my side, someone who's maybe <laughs> still needing to dredge it up from time to time. Um, but we think it's a wonderful and incredibly worthwhile project. So we're delighted to have a chance to share some thoughts with you. Yes, yeah, so we, we look forward to this. And I think um, from my side, we've got the expert in Rob and um, the, the sort of... Um, figuring out parent in 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 me so uh we hope that it's going to be interesting to listen to and to to delve into what what parenting can be and what it can actually bring to our lives as well so let's get started welcome everyone to imperfect parenting this is podcast number one of imperfect parenting and we're sitting here on the couches in rob's office and I'm looking forward to hearing, um, yeah, hearing from Rob and hearing a little bit about what he has in store for us today about imperfect parenting. So, Rob, over to you. Yay, podcast one. Welcome, everyone, to our inaugural uh, po 
podcast. Um, so really this morning I wanted to talk with you, Stu, about this idea of imperfect parenting. Um, why, why pair those two words? Uh, why would we link the two together? And I think really just to set the frame for ourselves and for our listeners, um, uh, this imperfect parenting, I think we can take it at two levels really. I mean, perhaps the most obvious one, I think, for people out there and for ourselves is that we know very well by now that, um, you know, with family life, if we set ourselves up to be perfect parents, it's going to be tough. And I can think of quite a few mums and dads that I've seen over the years who are actually uh, uh, oftentimes highly self-critical because they started this parenting journey incredibly passionate, really, really wanting to give of their best Maybe they hadn't had the greatest childhoods themselves. Maybe there were things that they that are really, really important to them, values that are deeply part of themselves. And so they start parenting journey incredibly committed. And I always celebrate that, of course, because it's what you want. You want a parent who's going to say, listen, I'm all in. I'm going to really be giving my best here. And they're incredibly earnest. Um, read all the books. Um, listen to advice. Um, but as I say with that, there's this undertow. It's quite a, a sad thing, really, an undertow of kind of self-doubt and criticism. You know, if, if their beloved child is battling or not happy or, heaven forbid, there's some sticking point in their ability to connect with their child. It can be deeply, deeply disturbing for, for a parent who really wants to give of his best or her best. And so I have a lot of compassion for parents who, out of love really, they want to do the best thing. But I think what we're trying to say, one of the things we're trying to say this morning, and under this uh, title of imperfect parenting, is that we must be careful because when it comes to humans, um, the thing to aim for is good rather than perfect. Good rather than perfect. Um... And so what we want to try to stay close to and, uh, is this idea of what's, what's good. You might even say what's good enough. And in fact, one of the old writers in family therapy coined the term good enough mothering. It's not about being perfect. It's about being good enough. And what we hope, I think, on the one hand, is to free parents up to enjoy the journey because... Uh, it's long. <laughs> and there's a tremendous amount that we can't control. And so we want parents to relax and um, buckle down and hopefully have some spaces to enjoy themselves. So, Rob, I mean, that, that's, yeah, I, I, I can identify with, with, with some of that, what you said. And, uh, but my one question would be, is, so in the, so this morning, I was, um, you know, a little bit late and uh, trying to trying to get the kids, you know, into the car and, and off to school. And um, my daughter, Jess, she she wanted a book and I was late. And um, and I just said, Jess, I'm sorry, but we can't get a book. And the next thing, Jess is now, you know, starting to tear up in the back of the car. And um, and I'm I can feel my frustration levels rising inside of me. Um, you know, how, how do you enjoy that? <laughs> and for those of you who don't know us or don't know Stu, let me just let you in on something. And that is that uh, 
We love Jess, um, partly because we know that she rattles Stu's cage so much, and uh, <laughs> bless her for that. We certainly do love her. She is, she's brought so much joy to, to my life and um, to all of our lives, I think. But um, yeah, and she does. She does rattle my cage. And, and I, think, um, I think one of the things that you've said to me has been, uh, you know, parenting is there to also to, to change us and to grow us. And um, I look back on this morning and I think, you know, uh, I, I, can, um, I can actually do that better. And that self-critical bit that you spoke about is that, you know, what I'm reflecting on now is that, uh, um, yeah, I think, I think straight away after all of that, I go, sure, I could have maybe done that a little bit better and I could have done that differently. And so, so I'm interested to hear what you, th- what you think in, in a context like that where we all go through it, I think. Oh, I like to think. <laughs> You're on your own, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, in those moments, uh, what do we do? How do we uh, how do we calm ourselves? I suppose and just just be there with with Jess. Are, th- are those good questions or bad questions, Rob? They are surprisingly good questions, coming from you, Stu. No, I'm joking. Um, Yes, so this is exactly it. I mean, to me, this is, this is, uh, there's so much packed into those moments for me in terms of what parenting is all about. Um, you know, good parenting um, um, is actually about dealing with bad feeling. Good parenting is um, those moments of discord, those moments of rupture. And in fact, um, if you look at relationship over time, what you're looking for is you're looking for a sequence of rupture and repair. So folks who study the bonds between people, what they notice is that they've forged really around rupture and repair. It's not this perfect, seamless, feel-good space. And what that means is that so often what we're needing to do, particularly um, with our children, is to give them space to to experience bad feeling with us and we're going to resonate with that because we feel bad um, and then we move from there to to good spaces so it's this idea that we and our children can tolerate and accept bad feelings um, those aren't going to you know throw everything out now you know the family's destroyed because there's been a moment or times of bad feeling and funny enough, that's in, there's an enormous amount of security in that and also some really critical social and emotional learning that goes on. Um, so simply tolerating that, actually, uh, not losing the plot, not flying off the handle into some kind of rage space or, you know, going into withdrawal punitive mode with your, you know, with your little Jess, you know, tolerating it, um, feeling bad, you can't help it. But not losing it is actually the key there. Um, and so, so that's really, um, I mean, I'm the adult, aren't I, <laughs> in the situation? And, uh, and as an adult, I'm the one that really needs to be doing, doing maybe a bit of work around actually my feelings and, and how I uh, can tolerate my own feelings in that situation, which the rising frustration that I want to, I want to get cross, um, and uh, there's really no need. 
uh, for me to, and it's not going to help anyone, including myself, um, if I do. Uh, does that does that make sense to you? It does. The tricky part is that we will get cross, but it's not that part that leads, I guess. So we get all of these dark, gunky, inadmissible feelings, you know, the kind of feelings you exactly aren't supposed to have. And one of the things I've become so interested in as a family therapist is the feelings that we aren't supposed to have. Because, of course, we all have them. <laughs> but for me, the trick is, what do we do with these darn things? You know, do we, do we make space for them so that they don't lurk underground and kick off all kinds of weird um, maneuvers um, where no one in the family is allowed to admit the fact that, you know, uh, this feeling's there. Um, and yet it has a play in family uh, a life that, that you don't want. So to come back to what you're saying, I think you're exactly right. In as much as you know you're angry, but the point is you don't act from that place. That's the trick. Um, and it's quite, a, it's, it's quite a black belt maneuver. It's something that I actually don't underestimate. Um, uh, I don't think that we're supposed to get it right from, from the get-go. I think it's about learning that skill. So Rob, what you're saying is that it was, it was okay that I didn't get it perfect this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I am indeed. So yeah, so I think that is what, what imperfect parenting is actually about, is that we are going to get it wrong. And, um, and how, do we, how do we process those, those times of rupture that you talk about maybe? And, and how do we think about them and, and take the next step in our journey as, as we are parents? Um, Rob, so that brings us to the end of our first our first podcast, and uh, we hope that it was it was interesting for you. We're going to be putting out some stuff on on social media, some quotes and some thoughts about this podcast. So follow us on Twitter or Facebook, and uh, and yeah, maybe join the conversation on those platforms, and we'll see what 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 you think about what we've chatted about this morning. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>